0: Hi, everyone. I'm Corey Bradbury. I'm the producer of The Theater in the Dark. Thanks so much for listening. Today, we're going to take a slight deviation from our normal audio play routine on this podcast to play a fun game called Five Things. I'm going to be playing with a long term friend and playwright of A Matter of Red Herrings, Greg Garrison. If you like what we do on this podcast, then you can check out our audio plays online as well at our website, atheaterinthedark.com, where you can hear our audio plays uninterrupted and unabridged. They're all original audio plays, and we have a lot of fun making them. And again, you can check that out at atheaterinthedark.com. That's theater spelled T-H-E-A-T-E-R dot com. All right, now on to the game. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody, welcome. My name is Corey Bradbury, uh, and I am joined here by my... Oh, I'm going to close my door here. Great way to start. Perfect start. Uh, yeah, we're off to a great start in our first
1: 30 seconds here. <laughs> I
0: self-sabotaged right at the mm-hmm. beginning. I'm I'm lowering expectations so that we can exceed them in just a moment. I here. was really
1: hoping you'd maintain that high-pitched voice the entire time as well. I was like, how long is this going to go yeah, for? Yeah, you
0: know, you got to stick with your choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey,
1: everybody, I'm Corey,
0: and I'm joined here by longtime friend Craig Garrison. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I introduced you, but do you want to introduce yourself?
1: No, 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 honestly, it's uh, it's kind of like getting my own door. Thank you for doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we are recording this just to have a little bit of fun and test out this new um, structure that we were chatting about uh, that is rooted in a really fun and simple improv game that if you're in the improv world, maybe you've played. If you've been to elementary school, maybe you've played a version of this too. So what we're going to do is uh, uh, prompt each other... With a list of five things. We don't know what these prompts are. We've prepared them in advance for each other. Uh-huh. And we've also written a couple of uh, one-liner headline jokes. Well, I should, I, I've i written some headline jokes. Are yours headlines or are they just one-liners?
1: I'm naturally hilarious.
0: I was just going to come up with a few. <laughs> okay, great. And we use those as palate cleansers as we go between the rounds. And we'll set our timer for 60 minutes. And at the end of the 60 minutes, you know, we'll just uh, run out whichever jokes and or prompts uh, we haven't finished yet. All right. Have we so, started the
1: sixty minutes yet? Because I'm billing you for an extra hour if we go over. No, no, no. This is all gratis. Oh, perfect. Uh, all gratin? No. That's potatoes. That's okay. <laughs> yes.
0: That's potatoes. All right. Here we go. From such spuds come such <laughs> blooms. Do I don't want... know my potato growth terminology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we could all become right. YouTubers. That's pretty funny. Just ah, them. there it is. Yeah. There it is. Do you want to start, or should um, I?
0: Uh, no, okay. Here, I'll get our timer started. Here we go. Uh, yeah, well, I'll start us off. Um, so for our lightning round, we'll just go back and forth with a couple of uh, simple fun prompts. So, Greg, name me five things that are more than one color.
1: Five things that are more than one color. First thing to think of is rainbows, um, mm. you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, depending on the sorbet that you buy. Uh, do you buy sorbet? Or are you a sorbet guy? I don't buy sorbet, but I will gladly have a sorbet. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think mm-hmm. I picked that up just from my mother. It's like wh- whether she had migraines, a sore throat, or it was just a, a random Tuesday. Uh, it always had the swirls of different colors in there. Um, <laughs> let's see. Things that have right, that's two. multiple yeah. colors. Uh, let's see. Man, this should be a lot easier to think about. Uh, Sorry, I, I meant to come <laughs> up with a simple one. Oh, yeah, no, things that have multiple colors. Uh, Anything that has more than one color. They have multiple colors. Oh, yep, there you go. Yep, yep, yep. Three? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nazi Germany's list of do's and don'ts uh, had a A few of them. A there. yes. And then the last one that has multiple colors is Magic the Gathering, uh, something that's very close to my heart and cost me way too much money. Yes. I also appreciate how you you went, I, you know, because my requirement was only more than one
0: color, but you went for stuff that had, like, incredible amounts of multicolors. So I appreciate mm-hmm. the dedication
1: there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me have it. What, what do you got for me? All right. So I want you to give me five bonds. bombs or bombs, bonds? Bonds. Five bombs. Ah,
0: yes. Okay. Okay. I know. I think I know all of these. Uh, George Lazenby, yep. <laughs> uh, Sean Connery. Right uh gold bond mm-hmm. yes um uh ionic bond mm-hmm. And
1: uh, got to go with um, Pierce Brosnan. Of yeah, Pierce five. Brosnan, yeah. And Gold Bond, of course, was in Skyfall. Did a great job there.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, for round two of our warm-up here, uh, five things that are in
1: your kitchen. Five things that are in my kitchen. Me, usually. Um, one, I remember yeah. that old joke whenever I was living with, uh, you remember Sean and Dylan, and uh, they we didn't have a dishwasher in college. He's like, you don't have a dishwasher? So I was like, yeah, it's me. What do you think? So <laughs> me, uh, there's one. Uh, things that are in my kitchen. Uh, I have a very prized spatula. Um, I got it for Christmas. I took pictures with it. I I need to tell you just how fond I am of my big spatula because, yeah, I just uh, was having real trouble with my burger flipping. Uh, Let's see what else is in my kitchen. The refrigerator. Kind of hard to ignore that one. Yeah, that's uh, a big one. Uh, my dog, as soon as I get ice, uh, this is ridiculous, that she <laughs> has this game where if you are going to get ice, she wants an ice cube. You have to kick it across the floor. You have to go, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, run around and be really loud. It's her favorite part of the day because I inevitably need ice. I think that was three. That's lovely, yeah. my dog. Yeah. Is, uh,
0: that's four, yeah. My dog is too lazy. Uh, she doesn't have the patience for an ice cube.
1: Oh. <laughs> she'll just lick, and then she'll walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's
0: four. All right, one more thing in your kitchen.
1: Uh, Deteriorating floors. We're uh, looking into that right now. Oh, no. (laughs) All right, well,
0: that's definitely five Mm -hmm. things. All right, let me have it. Okay, uh, give me five flavors. Ooh. um, All right. Uh, Huckleberry. That's a new one I tasted.
1: (laughs) What's it taste like? Uh, Huckleberry, I guess.
0: It's sort of like boysenberry and, like, all of the berries mixed together. It's, like, bitter and sweet and, like, raspberry-ish um, but they're mm-hmm. really small berries, so uh, I, apparently it's very expensive, but I had someone I went to Montana, and they throw it in everything for tourist season, mm-hmm. so you could have got us, uh, but I had it in some pie, mm-hmm. uh, so huckleberry pie. Mm. <laughs> but it was definitely good, I, it, not enough to buy a jar of it, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. That might be blasphemy to some people, but... Um,
1: Let's see. So that's one. That could be a trick question. That was five. You You're like, oh, yeah, it tastes like raspberries, boysenberries. Oh, yeah. It's kind of bitter. It's not like, you know.
0: You tricked me. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. This is warm up. I think we can count it. Okay. Did sure, I get those? Sure. Yeah, raspberry, boysenberry. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just say for the mix, um, purple. Purple.
1: Because that's a flavor. Purple flavor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kool-Aid.
1: This is sorbet. You know, is it grape? Nobody knows. It could be
0: anything. Th- yeah, that was always my favorite as a kid. But now as an adult, I've just grown away from it. I'm now more of an orange or a strawberry mm-hmm. Like, color and
1: flavoring for, like, desserts or popsicles or what have you. For flavoring, like, I like grape. And then, like, I think I was confused when I ate grapes because I was like, that's not what grapes taste like. Like, what the hell is this flavor? It's just something completely different. You know what? Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought. That probably likely has something
0: to do with it. So I'm on your side. Purple is a flavor. Okay, all right, great, great, okay,
1: so final warm up round here, um, so okay. five things that you've seen in the last week, okay, five things that I have seen in the last week, blonde with anodarmas, okay. uh things that I have seen this week, um. Let's see. I saw the sunset over Lookout Mountain in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I actually did like make it a point to go up to the top of the mountain. Uh, You can see seven states from up there. That was pretty nice. Um, Oh, cool. Let's see. uh, I saw some friends at Phillips Engagement Party. I don't know. I know that you're up in Chicago, but we got to see a lot of folks up there. And um, things that I have seen this week uh, I've seen a spike in youtube comments uh you know i'm 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 building a slow steady base here but uh, with okay pers- not just
0: youtube comments in general but like
1: personal oh, youtube yeah. comments mm-hmm. yeah my, my okay, mom has great. been uh you know sitting in front of the computer more often so she's given really encouraging uh, messages to me <laughs> i think i've got one more here things that i have seen this yeah that's week. four i think yeah um let's just say you you're uh, you're on my screen right now and i haven't seen you in a minute. There you go. It's good to see you, too. Hey. Well, you didn't say
0: it was good to see me. I I, I, I assumed. Yeah, but it is good to see you. <laughs> I acknowledge being seen, uh, and that's all. Mm-hmm. And uh, seen.
1: Great. Okay, all right, and then
0: I have one more, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so what I'm going to give you is uh, I want you to give me five woods. Woods? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, James Woods. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: there was, in grad school, we had the Woods Theater, which was a small student
1: oh, right on. Uh,
0: space. Uh, spent a lot of hours there rehearsing. Um.
1: That's funny. I went to the Oakley, uh, so we've got that in common. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Um, it's very popular to name theaters after Woods, apparently. <laughs> um, but I think that was Woods, that was a person in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Labob Woods, which is, um, nearby in Chicago, that I love to take my dog out for a walk. Mm-hmm. um. Uh, the Redwoods, which is one of my favorite places. Yeah,
1: that's right. Those pictures of you with those big-ass trees. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: It's, it's like literally another planet. Um, not literally, but very, it feels like it. <laughs> Figuratively um, another planet. Yes. Didn't they call and Star Wars And then there? Final what? Woods, I would say like, um, like a nice ash. An ash wood?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the list of woods, uh, honorable mentions to shoulda and coulda. But uh, wood, uh, that one worked pretty well. Let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go way too far for these
0: no 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 that's fine you know and you can always just hold up a sign if you want me to like go in a particular direction (laughs) just like hold up a note card
1: it'll just be a picture of like a a screwball you know like what Bugs Bunny would do
0: um, get, now we've just proven we are not on the same wavelength, so we've got to end things here. <laughs> Thank you for trying out these warm-ups. All right. Oh, no, we're on the timer. Right, Uh-oh. So, uh, yes, the timer is an arbitrary way to keep us moving forward in case mm. I talk too long, because I tend to do that. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into the r- main rounds, um, we uh, let's give a couple of uh, one-liners back and forth. Actually, just one one-liner each yeah. back and forth. Uh, would you like to go first for this round? Or oh, no. I? You
1: by all means, please. Okay, okay. I don't um, get my own doors
0: Yeah, I did headline jokes just based off of, like, what's going on because the world is on fire. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. An estimated (laughs) 370,000 Russian citizens have fled their homeland since Vladimir Putin's attempt at civilian mobilization. I will console myself with this fact in a few weeks as the nuclear winter sets in. (laughs) <laughs> there.
1: Right on. There we go. All that's right, the start us off. No, no, no. It's interesting. I think we, we're looking at all the same Reddit posts. It's like, what's happening in the news today? Uh, so what I've well, got for Well, that's you today. a big one. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I'm actually, I would, I would love it if there were similar mm-hmm. uh, subjects lines.
1: For me, I'm going to start with uh, Volodymyr Zelensky has applied for an expedited application into the European Union. Russia has challenged their application, claiming Europe has no right to accept Ukraine. By the time they're accepted, Europe will become Russia. <laughs>
0: Yeah, great. See, like, uh, complimentary jokes. See, we are mm-hmm. on the same wave. Aw, funny. I love it. Um, yeah, that has been... I'm stockpiling water already. <laughs> but I think that Chicago, in the event of a nuclear war, will get hit first. It's it's the first non—like, it's not New York or D.C., mm-hmm. uh, but still a vital one. Maybe San Francisco or something on the West Coast might mm-hmm. compete, but, you know, so I don't know what we can do. I don't know
1: why I thought this would be relaxing. One of my favorite books is The Last Babylon, and it's—at uh, <laughs> yeah. the time, it was, like, uh, contextual and modern, and now it's, like, the 1950s. It's more like Fallout, the way we think about that, uh, or, like, Fallout, the video games, where back, you know, if the nuclear bombs were dropped in the 1950s—and I read that on my hunt moon and just kept getting stressed out because I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, every major metropolitan area is going to be hit. And you can see, you know, Miami in flames from, you know, Orlando. It's just kind of crazy to think about. It's like, oh, God. Well, actually, I think Miami will be safe from nukes because it'll be underwater. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The benefits of global warming.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) They saved us from this, but uh, out of the Mm -hmm. frying pan into the fire, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So we'll go on to levity. Not all of my things are political, all all my jokes. I
1: will say that up front. Uh, um, all of mine are political. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to drill that in. It's got to be political. Great, great. <laughs> this, that will help it age very well, too, as people are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, okay. So let's run Spiro into Agnew. Round one. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
1: I do have a Henry
0: Kissinger reference somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, okay, uh, for this first round, so we'll go, these are a little bit more complex, uh, and uh, we'll spend a little bit more time chewing the fat on some of these, uh, whatever strikes our inspiration. So to start off this first round, we'll alternate, I think, uh, we have five rounds, and this will be round one. Um, So would you like to start as the prompter, or would you like to uh, receive the prompt? You know, uh...
1: I'll go ahead and start off with this, because what we're going to do for you is, uh, and this is for you to answer, is that correct? Like, are we back and forth thing with these?
0: No, we'll just go um, um, prompt, prompt. That'll be the end of the okay. round. Gotcha, gotcha. So, all right. Yeah, so start I start with give one and then shift to
1: the other. Five ideas that changed the world. Oh, five ideas, and
0: I'll also say like these can also be like completely made up answers. Like we don't have to answer. Uh, they don't mm-hmm. all have to be literal as well. <laughs> but uh, five ideas that changed the world. Actually, I'll say the first one definitely the scientific method. Um, I think that's the greatest contribution to like human thought ever because it gave us like a a balance system to be able to experiment and like cross the language barrier in terms of like demonstrating A to B. Um, And I don't know, I think that also unlocked so much uh, that pushed like the Renaissance forward and it was wrapped up into all of those same ideas. But I think that's probably the, the singular greatest idea. Let's see. And it was ideas that pushed the world forward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or uh, just changed the world. Changed the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, okay, so we were just talking about nuclear winter, right? Uh, uh, obviously, the invention of the hydrogen bomb, atomic bomb, um, splitting the atom. Uh, for better or worse. <laughs> Looking more and more for the worse these days. Um, but then I'll, I'll talk about some positive uh, ideas as well. Let's see. Actually, I love uh, I think the invention of Sesame Street uh, and the idea of um, bringing children's entertainment and education to people that couldn't afford uh, to find or, or well, to like underprivileged neighborhoods um, to children that were sitting in front of the television all day. Like it's such a shame that HBO is doing everything that's it's doing uh, and like those earlier episodes are being locked off and shut out and. Uh, bought out from pbs mm-hmm. um but oh no i keep getting dark but i i do think <laughs> that what that stands for is really great and um i'm i'm in, i hope that uh something comes up to like sort of be that for the new uh, uh new era for sure let's see other ideas i don't know let's see In um, convection ovens, that seems like a pretty big deal. I don't know exactly how they work, but people that have them tell me they love
1: them. Mm -hmm. I think it cooks more evenly or something. (laughs) (laughs) Did, Did you ever watch 30 Rock? With the, the uh, trifection yes. oven that was, uh, whatever Alec Baldwin's oh. character is. It's like, he invented the trifection oven and that revolutionized the world. And it's was just like, wait, campfires existed before that. And Liz, just be quiet, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, and now
0: we have such a small oven in our new place, so you mm-hmm. have to put things in sideways to really make it fit. So, <laughs> a-, a convection oven's a far distant future for me.
1: <laughs> Do you have an oven in your apartment? Yeah, me! <laughs> yeah, um,. <laughs>
0: Let's see. Uh, and then, um, oh, yeah, indoor plumbing. I guess if we're also talking about sure. ideas that push the
1: world forward. I'm sure. I, I, it's
0: unquantifiable. Maybe it is quantifiable, mm-hmm. but that
1: must be it. Do you shortly. know the first recorded use of indoor plumbing? Can you tell me? How, how would you define indoors? Well, Is that a trick? Uh, <laughs> Let's say that uh, maybe the hovels didn't have doors, but there's a roof. Let's say that shelter exists. So, you know, post-Caveman, pre-9-11, you know.
0: Uh, you know, I worked in a warehouse once that seemed like it was the first bathroom that had ever been built. <laughs> um, but past that, uh, no, I'd imagine, like, they've uncovered something in, like, the Amazon that was, like, an ancient prototype somewhere. I don't yeah, know. Uh,
1: as far as it being recorded, used uh, Roman Empire. Uh, they actually were able to negotiate uh, like troughs of water and and through lines. It's uh, the same way that they were doing irrigation. But yeah, indoor plumbing was being used to kind of like move waste. And yeah, it's my years and years of mindless, useless trivia. It's just like, what's the first empire? You know? Well, I, that makes sense given their um, masterful
0: use of aqueducts. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, all right. I think that was, yeah, that was five there. All right, let me turn it back on you, second part of round one. Mm. All right, um, five small things you wish you could ban permanently from society or culture.
1: Five small things.
0: Yeah, so not like, you know, like war or like hunger across the Mm -hmm. globe. It has to be small things.
1: Okay, five small things that we could... Ban to make the world a better place, specifically? No, that you wish you could
0: personally oh. permanently ban from society okay. or culture. <laughs> all right, toddlers—that'd be my first one. They're very small. Um, <laughs> Wait, so, <laughs> so would they like just stop existing for that age, or would they be like sent away and brought back? In How a perfect
1: world, work? conception could happen. You take, you know, your cloned materials and have them come in as a perfectly formed twenty-five-year-old. You know, after all the embarrassing stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, completely verbal, you know, like my whole thing is that like, if you don't understand irony, I can't get along with you. So children, I don't know, in general, just have a hard time with that one. So (laughs) toddlers, uh, something else small that if we got rid of it, um, Oh man, <laughs> I would love to see the world function without ball bearings. I did not understand how much of our society functions on ball bearings. Its weight usage, like the geometries of like mechanics and machine works, like I feel like industrialization would be like halted in its tracks to a point where maybe America wouldn't be so car centric. Perhaps we'd actually start forming communities instead of everything being mechanized. So ball bearings and toddlers. That's true. Or everything would have to be like more spider-like in shape. Mm-hmm. Spiders. Thank you. Thank you so much spiders <laughs> yeah you know what uh, <laughs> my, my beef for the insect world does not go directly to spiders i'm going to have to i'm going to go with stink bugs um they're invading my house right now i've had to like okay seal every crack they they can get in areas the size uh, that you can shove a penny through if you can fit a penny in there they can fit inside and apparently they release pheromones That let their buddies know this is a good place to hang out. So I've had to research how to get rid of them. And apparently if you smash them, they put out a pheromone that lets them know that it's a bad place to hang out. So I just continually use the same flip-flop and smash them on the house.
0: Yeah, um, I usually use Tupperware to get them out. Uh we had mm-hmm. a lot of those when I was in Mississippi. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, my ethics, like I try not to impact my the ecosystem or whatnot. and like uh mosquitoes if if you're going to drink my blood, I'm definitely going to smash you and stink bugs were one that I used to put outside until I realized they just brought their friends. I was like, mm I see. Yeah, so I am a, so a filthy murderer.
0: Where do you fall on the? So if you ban stink bugs, mm-hmm. uh, are you worried about affecting the rest of the food chain, or are you not worried about that?
1: Uh, honestly, th- this is American politics. I'm going to ban it. It doesn't mean it goes anywhere. We're just going to make it really hard for them to function in society. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. okay. So, so, mm-hmm. so
0: it's more of an. Uh, okay, I gotcha.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like <laughs> they're not going anywhere. Um. Okay. Let's see. All uh, right, that's three. Too- Bang. And it doesn't
0: have to be like literally small
1: things. I'll also clarify that too. Although I love the mm-hmm. direction this is all going. Um, you tell me if this is a big thing or a small thing. Um, I have started a war, I think, with AI written movies and scripts. where How you can tell that somebody just put information into a computer for the ending to the new Star Wars movie will have Senator Palpatine. And it's like, none of this makes sense. Nobody asked for this. But for some reason, you know, if you were to take a a consensus on the internet, the robot figured out 76% of people would react badly on Twitter, which gives it more views or whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't even think it's about, like, AI-generated storytelling and scripts. You can usually tell. Um, Yeah,
0: I think that... um... Well, uh, no, I'd say this, like that is the art of AI, the science, you mm-hmm. know, like in the way that we can use the technology and just make stupid stuff with it as a demonstration for like purely its own sake. I think mm-hmm. that's where AI generated scripts fall in. So I wouldn't say it is art, but I would say that it could be considered its own art form mm-hmm. to demonstrate like the science behind um like artificial intelligence period, but I don't personally need them in my life. I agree. I think the algorithm nation uh, uh, fever is something that does not vibe with
1: my millennial brain. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Compare season one of house of cards to season like three, even like, I know it got very melodramatic along the way, but like you could just kind of tell it wasn't being written by humans anymore. I wonder how much Netflix is, is putting stock in their uh, their computer-generated uh, story ideas. And in this episode, Frank Underwood will open a hot dog store. It's like, what? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my
0: day, we used to have manatees that would pick balls out of a uh, pool to write <laughs> Family Guy episodes. That's right. Now. That's right. Although I would still prefer that because at least there's like... Uh, yeah, it's not make well. I don't know. I was about to say it's not making its decisions based off of just like content that's come before it. But mm-hmm. of course, like we all do that as individuals. I think the difference is that the pace of progression is slower, so each generation is able to communicate to itself. But sure. yeah, like the AI generated scripts seem to take it so far that like there's no way to, I don't know. That's maybe a script for like three generations from now. You know, right. Moving
1: on. Uh, one last small thing. Uh, that I would ban. I think I was that four or five? I think it was four. I think that was five. Oh, right on. I'm going to say pencil erasers in just in case I didn't own up to your mistakes. That's easy. Pencil erasers. Okay, but mm-hmm. pencils themselves still exist. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just. Okay, uh, you know, okay. It, you, you can tell there's a big mess if you're trying to c- cover it up or the old scratch through, you know? That's a <laughs> great. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I think
0: that that's a good first round, okay. a solid first round. So uh, how about a, a little palette cleanser? Okay, let's go for it. Why don't you start them, um, oh, sure. this round, right, this, this, this this palette?
1: We'll first. see if you've got a, a partner piece for mine. So uh, okay. let's see. In the news today, Kanye West has released a new article in his clothing line that simply reads, White Lives Matter. BLM is suing for damage to public discourse, and the KKK is suing because they already have the patent.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Um Yes, I I do also have a Kanye West. So I was going to save this for a little later after we warmed up more. But yeah,
1: no, no, we're going there.
0: So, yeah. I'm going to let you
1: finish. I'll let you finish, Corey. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Excellent. You know what? That actually should be the second joke. We should just go for it. Now, um, Kanye West is again making waves, this time for wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Be sure to explain to your children how much humility this incredibly brave act of social change must have taken. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, so much, so much joy in the news. I do. The one I was gonna tell was a happier one, but we'll get to that.
1: That's so fine. Yeah, you know, I honestly I don't really follow Kanye that much. I usually keep up with the Kardashians, but ever since he you know left the show, it's just been a lot harder to watch. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, all right, we won't <laughs> spend too much time on that. Uh-huh. All
0: right, moving on, round two. Uh, okay. So let's see. I went first, so we'll reverse mm-hmm. it. So okay, so sure, you get sure. to go. Uh, or wait, no, wait. So how how should this work? Should you prompt me again because we'll reverse the order? Yeah, that makes sense. You
1: take sense, a break. Then... Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it'll, it'll always kind of ping pong, keeps you on your toes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Five brand new superheroes that
0: truly deserve their own movie.
1: Okay, so... I'm assuming that uh, I'm the creative department here, or yes, yes, I got you. Like not not currently existing five
0: brand new superheroes that truly deserve their own movie.
1: Well, an honest shout out goes to uh, one of the first things that I ever wrote. My one my comic book uh, of which there is exactly half of one issue that I ever wrote was of Mildew Man. Mildew Mildew Man. Man, yes, okay, and his compatriots are pretty fun guys. I think that was the only reason I wrote the comic was that one joke. But like Windex Woman was his adversary, and and he uh, could only uh, thrive in dark, moist environments. Uh, you know, so yeah, Mildew yeah. Man had to uh, constantly overcome uh, antiseptics as well as bright lights and dry environments. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't ever think I, I got to the end of that one. But Mildew but Man, you know, the city needs. Oh, yeah, I could concept that now. Like, as an adult and as a genius structuralist, yeah, I'd knock that out of the park. But
0: Coming next spring, Mildew Man.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's one. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Non-binary, I don't know what their powers would be other than challenging Okay, so the just like
0: non-like share, like non-binary, just one word. Hyphen yeah. or no
1: hyphen? Uh, let's put the hyphen in there. That seems to at least allude to the superhero thing. But, uh, you know, I think non-binary would be able to provide a lot more to the public discourse. Um, and maybe that's their power instead of, like, you know, uh, trying to make sure buildings don't burn down and stuff like that. Of course, you can save yeah. lives. But no, so, And I would I mean, imagine,
0: actually, superpowers for non-binary would be a really wide range of... Superpowers, mm-hmm. so i I imagine that would be
1: incredibly handy for public mm-hmm. safety yeah. <laughs> and uh, great with computer documenting uh, let 's see what else do we have here um, a superhero oh I just, yeah
0: yeah, I'm with you on the computer code now yeah, yep. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> binary for those of you that don 't know yeah uh, what, what's that old joke? Uh, there are ten types of people in the world, those that understand binary and those that don't uh, let 's see a superhero that the world needs uh, right now. Um, no, no, no yeah. just
0: that uh, truly deserves their own
1: movie. I truly even deserves say their, their own, own needs. movie. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, Magman or Magmar. Uh, yeah. You know what? Mag-Mar. I'm gonna. I'm going to contribute to changing this trope about this man and that woman. Yeah, Magmar. Uh, who just shoots lava. I don't know. I always thought that would be a really cool visual effect. And you can't really <laughs> g- gather that, you know, in the you know pre-modern era. Because, like, if you're going to waste it's... all those special effects on Jurassic Park, you might as well give me a movie where somebody can shoot lava out of their hands. That would be bad. So what
0: would, like, would they have an emblem like Superman? Because I imagine a mound of lava would be really hard to, like, draw or, like, put onto a costume. If they're
1: channeling it through, like, the human form, I guess so. But I'm thinking, like, uh, sentient you know, like a pile of, of of molten rock, you know, <laughs> like maybe they're able okay, to travel okay, through so the earth. Like the thing, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. They can emerge this is anywhere. Body magmar. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's quite an entrance because if magmar comes up through your floor, like your floor is gone forever. Yeah, like, right. There's right. Snow coming. And then it just. I guess it continues to burn because lava Mm -hmm. continues.
1: He's trying to avenge his father, who came up in the Atlantic and is now a small island off the coast of you know (laughs) Japan or something like that.
0: You know what? I bet Magmar would get hired by a lot of like subway construction companies to
1: like clear out underground
0: tunnels. Uh, Mm -hmm. I bet there's like a real business in there for Magmar. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh yeah, Magmar! This film is a burning sensation. Like that's the tagline writes itself. That's great. Okay, so we've got non-binary Magmar, Mildew Man, at least with the honorable mention. Yeah, there's three. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Okay, you you said that they don't necessarily have to not exist. Darkwing Duck deserves his own feature film. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's coming
0: soon. I'm sure they've been having the meetings.
1: Oh, did you not see the Chip and Dale's movie? Or I'm sorry, no Chip and I Dale didn't. singular. <laughs> Chip
0: and Dale was like they. I loved them as a kid. Mm. I like watched not just Rescue Rangers, but the mm. original like Chip and Dale um, um cartoons. But I, I heard it
1: was good, but I just didn't. I didn't. Wh- when revisiting those cartoons and how. I didn't realize, like, because you're a kid and it's like, oh, I just watch cartoons and the characters I like. That show was, like, ridiculously formulaic. I mean, like, they would pursue the same bad guy in the same scenario at the same place. And every episode ends with some hammy joke that they laugh at. And it was just like, wow, they were really creatively bankrupt. And you really can't tell that. Like, even as an adult, like, I revisited Darkwing (laughs) Duck and, oh, my God. The yeah, that of, seems
0: right up your yeah mm-hmm. your alley.
1: Oh yeah, uh, clever of me to break my fall with my spine like that. The writer showed yeah. up to work, and you know, um, oh Jim, I can't even think of his name. You uh, know, the the voice actor that does Darkwing Duck. Oh, I don't know. It's it's eluding me. I'm sure it's going to come to me in a second. But yeah, with uh, Darkwing Duck in general. Um, they outsourced the animation to uh, like you know some sweatshops and like you don't notice it as a kid but when you're watching it again oh. and characters like clothes change in the middle of a scene like the coloring or like steel beak is wearing darkwing duck's colors but like clearly something got lost in translation as they were I animating the stuff and it's just like ooh this so is darkwing rough. duck deserves
0: his own movie because of like the injustice done to him as the cartoon am i hearing you right yeah uh
1: well not even the injustice uh, by the cartoon but like it's a character that i know and love and uh I'm revisiting it, I'm just not getting the same feelings. It just makes me feel dark and grimy. You know what? I, I did
0: rewatch the Animaniacs. Uh, uh, I watched the first season of the relaunch where they are very acknowledging of like, oh, yeah, we're making paychecks here mm-hmm. like ripping on nostalgia. And I was like, OK, I feel like if there's a show that's going to do that, it's going to be Animaniacs and I'll be OK with it. And mm-hmm. I guess Darkwing Duck also falls in that same sort of category. Yeah
1: yeah Cummings
0: that's what it is Jim Cummings there we are uh, what else? oh what okay, okay. voice actor sorry okay. you no, can't that's see four. what I'm doing all in right. the booth that was the guy's last name uh, and then uh, alright one more superhero that truly deserves his own movie oh. or their own movie
1: sorry oh god uh, you know <laughs> I would like to see a Mueller report movie just to see what happened there
0: Oh, okay. And who is the... Is the report the superhero or... Oh,
1: the report itself. Yeah. I mean, it would be... The film would have to be titled The Muller Report, of course. But, uh, yeah. With uh, everything that happened there, I can't even... Robert Muller? Oh, yeah. Bob Muller. Yeah, yeah. Robert Okay, Mueller. okay. <laughs> so, Robert Muller is the superhero. Okay.
0: Not a sen- mm-hmm. I was thinking a sentient yeah. report at first that went around yeah. and, like, no one listened to it, even though mm-hmm. it told the truth.
1: B- before steering into, like, what are your politics? I just want to appreciate, like, how hardcore that guy was. Like... He's doing all the congressional grillings, and anytime somebody tries to pose him with those stupid questions, he goes, I take your question. Like, he wasn't even just, like, trying to bound around. It's just like, I don't have to entertain this. I take your question. I I loved that dismissal. It was just so formal, professional, and at the same time just not having any of your bullshit. Like, that guy. Yes, he he was the first (laughs) well-respected Republican of the
0: Trump era that was ignored by every other Republican.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, led the charge. Yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> a vanguard, truly. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay, for you. I think that was
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay. Was that then that was uh, five? The, oh uh, yeah, Robert yeah. Muller? I okay. know my hollers.
1: Yeah, Bob Muller, Darkwing Duck, Mildew Man, non-binary, and magma. Magmar. Experience okay. the burning sensation Great. and share it with your friends. So Disney Plus, yeah, um, come, come a knockin Yeah, please, Disney Plus, please find us. Um, Okay, so for you, uh, to, okay. I, I I wanted to pick a prompt that wasn't just, like, so easy to think of, but uh, at the same time, these can be as long or as short as you want. I want sure, you to give sure. me five reasons to dramatically smash something that wasn't broken. Five reasons to dramatically smash something that w- wasn't broken. That was not broken. It's not like, oh, that's yeah, I'm good. with my friends, and I'm just like, you know, I, I feel like that's just the easy right, answer. Right, right. Like... Um, and is it more about...
0: The object itself, or the reason to smash something?
1: Well, I, I think that's what's an open and to interpretation. Are you, okay, uh, you okay. know, Are you Kevin Spacey throwing a plate of food against the wall to you know win an Oscar, or are you? Oh, I was like in performance or in real life. Oh Cause... yeah, you know what? This is getting dark. Why, why don't we just open it up to the floor? Yeah yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. Yeah, we've covered a lot of topics so far. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so five. Um, uh, Let's see. I think that actually once, so we busted up an old TV to record the sound of it. Yeah, for a show I remember that. that. I did mm-hmm. yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then our sound designer got upset because he was like, "Why didn't you tell me? I would have been there to record it." Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, oh. That's right. Sorry, I'm misremembering. We were breaking it to put a light in it to use it for part of the set, mm-hmm. and he was upset that we didn't record it. Here, we didn't let him record the sound of it. Quinn Tran,
1: so, one of the best sound yeah, designers I have ever right. met. And it's like, oh, you should have let me. uh oh, like he was my Which favorite are, Yeah, ones. he's
0: totally right. Mm. I We just didn't think about it at all.
1: When we were doing uh, that zombie movie, Invasion, uh, he it, we had some like really slurpy sound effects, and he goes, oh, it's really cool. We just took a waterlogged log, like a log just full of water, and hit it with an axe, and it just sounds the same thing. It's like sinew and bone breaking, and when we listen to it, it's just, like, that's amazing. Like, that guy was a genius. Yeah.
0: So, too, let's see. Uh, when I was um, a teenager, some kids in the church I went to used to throw bottles uh, or cans of, like, Coke or soda up against the brick wall, because there was one that didn't have windows in it. And uh, one of them realized that was his stress relief, was to go and, like, shake up a bo- uh, uh, a soda and then hurl it at this brick wall and let it explode. Um, so I did that a couple of times, and we'd get, like, RC Cola, because, of course, why would, you know, why do his name brand with that? Um <laughs> So I don't know if the reason was really great but we did do that. Um that was something that we did. Uh didn't break anything except for um the cans I guess. Uh let's see. <laughs> Number 3, another reason to break something that was not broken. Well, you know, you break bread with friends. Mm-hmm. Um that's an important reason uh, and yeah. also something uh positive against my teenage angst from my previous answer. Mm-hmm. Other things you're that dark, need to be broke. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, you know what? I was going to say, uh, I think it's a good reason. This is more abstract, but uh, breaking of traditions, I think, is really necessary, Yeah. Uh, uh, especially just like, you know, we uh, as you run into like copies of copies of copies of things. Mm-hmm. And like Thomas Jefferson said that, you know, we should rewrite the Constitution for every generation. And I think so on a mm-hmm. on a On a societal level, I think that's also important.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I wanted to give a quick shout-out to anybody that's not married yet. Please, for the love of God, address the traditions that you do and do not want to follow. Bethany and I just got married. Um, Hallmark, if Mm. you're listening, please fund us. But what I wanted to say, yeah, but, like, there were so many things. Like, it it all came up because of the fucking DJ. This DJ was just like, all right, so we're going to do the bouquet toss. What song do you want for that? And the garter belt pull. And it's like, we're not doing either of those. Straight up, mm. we're not taking each other's last names, and this baffled this guy. He could not fathom that she was not taking my last name and kept introducing us wrong, and that made my wife terribly mad to no end. Uh, but, like, there were so many different things that it was just like, well, you've got to do this, and it was just like, no, nah, I think uh, even our vows were pretty untraditional. Like, I'm not even wearing a wedding ring. I've got a tattoo. Like, figure out what works for you, and, and, and don't listen to people that are telling you that it's got to be done a certain way. I, I... I I just wanted to really reinforce your answer, Corey. That's a great answer.
0: Okay, and I think that's four. So then Mm -hmm. one other thing that needs to be uh, a reason to break something that
1: was not previously broken. If you want the prompt again, five reasons to dramatically smash something that wasn't broken.
0: Oh, to dramatically smash something.
1: I mean, your answers have been pretty good, you know. But No, uh... no, that's great. (laughs) That'll
0: help sharpen this last one. Uh, Okay, to dramatically smash something. Uh, You know, I always think it's, Fun to like, uh, uh, throw snowballs at buildings. Okay. Um, to just simply, maybe this is too close to my. No, this is different than my my throwing soda at the church brick answer. But I, <laughs> I, I enjoy watching the like the. Um, physics take over of that mm-hmm. moment after impact especially in chicago i didn't have this as a as a kid in the south mm-hmm. so now as an adult like being able to have like a real snowball and to be able to hurl it there's such a satisfaction in like finding the right velocity for a non-violent impact mm-hmm. to explode in just like this
1: wonderful like white dust destruction is a form of creation and creation is a form of destruction yeah i get that that's very so dramatic nice all right, all right. Was that, that that was that the
0: end of round two? That was the end of round two. Okay, yeah. We'll definitely we won't go through all of these in the sixty minutes, mm. but that's all right. Okay, so let's palate cleanse. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Now, why don't you start?
1: Pick, okay, pick, pick pick your best
0: one. All right, here we go. The poster for the Super Mario Brothers movie has been released. Fans are reacting positively, but I wish they'd stop remaking classic nineteen nineties
1: live action movies into <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> See? All right. Good, good. There we go. Yeah, we're, we're catching up. Anyway. All right. Um, let's see. I'm going full political again. All right. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Ron DeSantis is under fire for his botched evacuation plans for Hurricane Ian. He has defended himself, stating a plan was in place and that all evacuation funds were dedicated to relocating residents of Texas to Martha's Vineyard.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet that $12 million would have come in handy for... <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening. We'll jump back into five things in just a moment, but first we wanted to let you hear a short excerpt from our most recent original audio play, A Matter of Red Herrings. This is a 1920s detective noir comedy, and the main star is called Detective Stainless Steel, as that gives you any indication as the style of comedy. It's a pun per page, it's a lot of fun, Uh, and if you're interested, not only can you hear it episodically through our podcast for free, but you can also download and stream the entire 75 Minutes Uninterrupted on our website, atheaterinthedark.com. Enjoy, and then we'll jump right back into Five Things.
1: We take you now to the storm lavendered skyline of Chicago, 1929. The streets are wet, the gin is dry, and danger lurks around every corner as we come upon the office of Steel and Blank, private investigations. Old varnish and bullet holes riddle the desk of our hero, who leans against her rain drenched window, an angular jack o' lantern haloed an orange streetlight.
0: It was a dark and stormy night, and a dank mist crept through the streets of Chicago like a teenage boy through his sister's sock drawer. The bullets that took my partner here were fired six months past, so why were they still ricocheting through my mind? No matter. Where one coffin closes, another one opens. And before I sealed the lid for mine, My hope was to find a new partner who could help me fill in the blank. Ah. Doors open. So it is. So then why don't we jump straight into uh, round four? Do you want to go first or or a
1: second here? Uh, Let's see. Why don't you go first? Hit me.
0: Okay, I'll say um, five things you'll never be able to change someone's mind about. That is not
1: politics or religion. Ooh, okay. So, so five
0: things you'll never be able to change someone's mind about that is not politics or religion.
1: Three things that you will never change somebody's opinion about, including politics and religion. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was having a conversation about him yesterday. It's like... Um, yeah, I like his movies. I would not hang out with a guy. Uh, but, yeah, you he, he seems to elicit a strong response. Yeah. So, Quentin Tarantino is a pretty easy one there. Let's see. Seafood, especially if you've got an allergy. Um, okay, I, yeah. I have to admit that, like, I'm I'm some weird, like, pesca-pescatarian. Like, I only like fish that eat other fish. I, I eat shrimp. Uh, but, like, in general, like, I don't really go for tuna or... Uh, my tilapia. mother, swear,
0: yeah, my mother swears off all seafood unless it's like fried, like fish fillets. Yeah.
1: Maybe you can deep fry anything, and I'll eat it. Like you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. Well, deep. it's different. Yeah, I think there's a difference between having preferences too, and then saying like, oh yeah, this whole like genre, I'm just never going to even go into. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, that's a good one. Yeah,
1: Quentin Tarantino and seafood. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, put that on a list of things that they have in common. Like, <laughs> never would have thought of that one. Uh, let's see. So, not politics, not religion. Yeah, things you can never change someone's mind about. Things you can never change. Oh, uh, manual versus automatic uh, cars. Okay, okay. Uh, and and I, I get to be the pretentious uh, knob on this one because I do like driving a manual, a stick shift, because I have avoided so many accidents that way. Like, you can just really control the vehicle. Like, for some people, it's like, oh, I like to feel connected to the car. I'm, I'm driving a POS, man. Like, it's not like it's any, like, grand experience. But at the same time, I feel like I can accelerate, stop, steer, turn, get up hills, go through snow a lot better than I can with a car that's telling me, like, what it thinks it's supposed to do. I hear you, and I,
0: I, I agree that you couldn't change my mind on that, only because I think driving a stick in the city would be just a nightmare. Driving in itself is not fun, but driving with this oh. stick especially would just be like a never-ending, moment-to-moment, uh, moment, uh, full-body yeah. exercise. I
1: drove this car through Atlanta for eight years. You're absolutely right. It's a miserable experience <laughs> in start-and-stop traffic. But that said, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Okay, okay. That's a good one. So that's three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, man. The Contribution of the Founding Fathers. Uh, we've been learning so many uh, nuances about the lives that they lead, yet they founded the greatest nation on Earth. And uh, I feel like, nah, that gets into politics, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was politics at some the poli- point. The initial politicians, and yeah, I'd say that's political.
1: Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, we'll count that as four since religion. we're in our final ten minutes anyway. But okay. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, and Daylight Savings Time. I uh, I think it should be abolished completely. Bethany misses that extra hour of daylight, and she thinks that's going to be really sad when that happens. I was just like, just just wake up an hour earlier if you care that much. Like it's really easy. Oh yeah, and especially <laughs>
0: in Chicago, where it just like it becomes four o'clock after daylight savings time, when four o'clock hits, it's pitch black outside. It's like very startling.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, great, great. Okay, so uh, I think it's your turn then. Okay, yeah. So uh, what I've got for you is five skills you wished you developed oh, you know, okay, five
0: skills I wish I'd developed. Mm-hmm. I wish I was a much better musician. Uh, I think that that is has developed to a point, but I wish that I could
1: have gone much further, especially mm-hmm. when I had, like, opportunities to really focus on it. That's hilarious to me, because I've seen you play piano, and I was like, wow, I didn't know you could play piano. Uh, I, I, like, I find chopsticks difficult, and the fact that you're able to just, like, plunk out, note, like, songs that you've heard <laughs> before. Well, and um, I think I'm,
0: yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm definitely at, like, a, I'd say at a, an early advanced stage, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not like I couldn't play Liszt or, like, Chopin, mm-hmm. but, like, I could look at it, and I could plunk it out, and I could, like, mm-hmm. rehearse it, uh, but I don't have the skills to then, like, polish it. Um, yeah. Those are the Do you read
1: music? That, I don't know if you... I, I didn't know yeah, if you Yeah, no, I
0: did read, mu- read music, and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because I did percussion <laughs> all through middle and high school, and the one thing, you know... I was able to do piano lessons, uh, I think, because we went knew a lot of old ladies from churches that we went to. So that was one thing. But I wish that I I, there are other things in my childhood that I know I would have done without to be able to focus more on that, like looking back. But, you know, who's to say I was
1: I have been in a dozen musicals and to this day, I cannot read music. Don't tell anybody.
0: That is cool, yeah. It's a skill that I've definitely used in odd ways in my adult life. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I wish I could have gone further with that. Right Let's on. see. Um, other skills I wish I could have developed. You know, I think like learning other languages, maybe this is along the mm-hmm. same way, like when your brain is still forming. I just d- had, didn't mm-hmm. have any exposure to foreign languages, and I really loved taking French. Um, uh, but uh, that's something I actually should be doing mm. more of in my personal life, is just like studying other languages. Tupac-Francais? Uh, un peu,
1: un peu de Francais. Oh.
0: Uh,
1: L'est très mal, mais, uh, we, Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that, you know, Americans don't learn different languages and whatnot. And it's just like, one thing I will just say, like, not in our defense, but just like, let's take a look at this. Going to Europe, if you're in Germany and you drive to France, you'll be there in an hour and a half if you're in Berlin going to Paris. Like, maybe a few more hours, like four or five, something like that. But, like, yeah. every, like that's like me driving to Kentucky. Uh, this is a big country like I, I think that like it, it just hasn't been a necessity for us to have the multilingual stuff and uh, like that was the thing that surprised me I was just like oh everything is just like I, I'm so close to a country where they completely speak a different language and well, apparently France speak, is like us Yeah, you
0: know? uh, about 10 different dialects of southern so yes. yeah I know my Savannah versus my mm. South Carolina versus my Kentucky so yeah right. Uh, that's actually the key to a Kentucky accent. Is Kentucky.
1: Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I speak two in- languages: English and bad English. Uh, that's Bruce Willis in some movie. I can't think of. And maybe in the AI-generated uh, yes. <laughs>
0: ones that will be starring. Yeah, his I'll likeness make the movie, the put
1: him in it, and then I'll be like, "And Bruce Willis said that." Yeah. Let's see. Okay, so the other skills I wish I'd developed.
0: You know, this is something I've worked on as an adult, but I wish I'd started sooner. Like cooking. I really enjoyed doing that as an ah. adult.
1: Boo. Oh no, man, I, I love, love cooking. It. How have yeah. you not figured out how to cook by now?
0: No, no, no. I have figured it out, but I wish I'd started much sooner because mm-hmm. it took me a while. But once I realized like oh, the right basic steps of it, and it started with like cooking eggs, you know, in college. But I couldn't believe yeah. that I'd gone now <laughs> looking at it, I'm like, how did I go so long? But we just didn't cook mm-hmm. we just didn't I didn't have a palate, like I didn't know what a lot of vegetables tasted like until I was, you know, later on in life. <laughs> and so like asparagus or peppers or like seafood. Again, my mom didn't like seafood so we never got seafood so that was something i've like Mm -hmm. explored as an adult and discovered which is cool in its own way um so i feel like i've i've Mm -hmm. made some progress on that let's see and then uh, another skill let's see something that i haven't developed at all maybe for these last two juggling that would Mm -hmm. be number four I really wish I had the hand coordination, which you'd think because I have played piano that I would have more, but there's something in... Like, I'm not ambidextrous enough to be able to get it, and I haven't dedicated the time to be able to conquer that. But that's something that I was like, ah man, I I wish I could do it, but I put no time into trying to master it. Um, And then maybe for the fifth... uh, A skill to develop. You know what? I'm just going to say... Screw it. I'm going to say archery. Yeah. Why not? Archery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or an aim, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Cause I, uh, maybe just sports in general because I was doing like music stuff and then I got mm-hmm. into like drama and performance. Like that was something I played soccer as a kid, but I was never really good at it. Maybe it goes with juggling, just general hand-eye coordination. I'm really good at it in some things and then other yeah. things
1: I'm just not practiced at all. Yeah. Archery, the thinking man's gun. <laughs> I uh I only want to share this because like I took the Delarte uh workshops. I did clowning for more than one semester. And juggling is something that you pick up. It's like I can keep three balls in the air, four balls in the air, maybe five. And it's been a long time since I've practiced it. But if I pick them up like after a minute or two, it's like, oh, yeah, you you find the rhythm of it. It's it really is kind of like a bicycle. Like you don't know what muscle groups you're using until you're using them and then you forget how to use them. Like you just they just happen naturally.
0: Yeah. And I understand like intellectually the process of learning how to juggle. But I Mm -hmm. just have not
1: given myself the discipline to do it. Yeah. When Bethany introduced me to her family for the first time, though, uh, like, we were in the backyard, the dogs were there, and I was like, oh, look, I can... I remember how to juggle. I was like, surely this is just a random skill I can pull out. Every person... In that room, could juggle better than I could. And I was just mystified by it. That's how I looked like such a dick. And it was just like, I can juggle. And it's like, oh, you mean, can you do it behind your back? Like with three of them? And it's like, you know, our brother's a pro ball player. And like the the other guy works in like, you know, government. I was like, how the, how did you guys pick this up? And it's just like, well, you know, it made me feel really humbled in the fact that any skill I've picked up, any toddler could, which is why I hate toddlers. Yeah. I want them
0: abolished. No, that's how I feel as a piano player, is that like, yeah, if I were to go to a party and be like, oh yeah, let me show off, everyone would mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, I can do way better than that. So, that's really <laughs> funny though, of like, uh, being in a room full of jugglers. Write that into a sketch or something.
1: Play Soliari.
0: <laughs> okay, so we have, let's see, so we have a couple minutes left. I don't think we'll have enough to go through this final round, so we can uh-huh. lightning round it. So, why don't we palate cleanse, and then we'll lightning round this round five and mm-hmm. uh, close
1: it out after that. Oh, I think... Gotcha. Because
0: I have... Oh, wait, I have two jokes left, right? Do you have two?
1: I, you know what? You, you, this is your chance at redemption. I've only got one more, so let's see if you can top it, all right? So okay, So we'll, okay. uh, you do one, I'll do one, and then I'll do your last one. Uh, best for last.
0: Uh, well, okay, okay. So here we go. So lawmaker, This is really stupid. Lawmakers... <laughs> at- <laughs> Lawmakers at the European Union have agreed to implement a single charger plan for all European phones, but I'm pretty sure they're going to need more than one charger for that many people.
1: (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. It's stupid. Dumb, but it works. I mean, you know, you got that. So uh, going straight political again. You said the news. So, former President Trump had a win in court today as Judge Eileen Cannon has denied the DOJ's request for an expedited appeal. The judge cited the ruling of Trump has learned his lesson from the famous case of Suzanne Collins versus Common Sense. Ah, uh, yes, the infamous <laughs> ruling.
0: Uh, but okay. he has learned his lesson, hasn't
1: he? Of course, of course.
0: Okay, great. So let's, uh, yeah, I'd say that the 59-minute the mark, according to my calendar, calendar? Mm-hmm. No. According to my stopwatch here, that's a good enough. We'll, we'll ring the bell there. We'll edit in a bell sound or something digitally. Uh, ding, ding, ding. You can just edit it in post. So <laughs> that means that we have a lightning round. So uh-huh. we'll just go through without discussion to wrap up, uh, uh, but I am curious to hear what your final prompt is. Um, mm-hmm. Would you care for our lightning round to go first or second?
1: I'm going to go first. So... Uh, with a, Oh, sorry. With answers, I should specify: with answers mm-hmm. or with prompts? I'll give you my prompt first. Okay. Uh, okay. So the first five movies that you think of that don't piss you off. First one, I would think
0: of, um, yeah, Young Frankenstein. Right on. Just uh, it. Oh yeah, uh, incredible. Oh no, I was that gonna might make espresso. Like, <laughs> yeah, Gene Hackman's finest. Um, <laughs> the Land Before Time, the Tom okay, Blue cool. cartoon from the late '80s. Um, Home Alone. Right on. Uh uh ET. Okay. Oh no, no, I'll swap that out for another Spielberg Jurassic Park, I'd say. No, right on. And um for the fifth one, oh yeah, I'd say like the yeah, the the Lord of the Rings original trilogy. None of that lo- Rings of Power, none of that Hobbit stuff. I mean, give me the OG trilogy. That Oscar I, I think you meant like
1: Oh, man, who was that crazy guy in the 70s that was doing the cartoon version of it? I uh, did.
0: I saw, uh, yeah, I remember The Hobbit, watching The Hobbit, one of those as a kid, obviously as a rerun, mm-hmm. and, like, that Gollum terrified me. But,
1: about, yeah, I didn't realize that that guy had such a career behind him. Ralph Bakshi, yeah. That's right, Bakshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell Fritz you anything cat, more about him. Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, here's your lightning round. Okay. Um, five 21st century habits that will be seen as horrific to people of the 22nd century.
1: Okay, uh, let's see, chemotherapy okay. um, is just going to become archaic. Uh, I okay. think uh, children's social media accounts. Okay, two. Uh, Adults' social media accounts.
0: Three.
1: Um, deep fakes. Maybe that answer doesn't quite work because I think that's going to be adopted in the 22nd century. Um, it's okay if it's
0: still there as long as people find it horrific mm-hmm. in the future.
1: Oh, let's call it fact-checking. Yeah, fact-checking will be considered horrific uh, once okay. we get back to you know, the brick-and-mortar lifestyle. I think that's three, four. That's four, yeah. And then, let's see, one last thing that will be found horrific in the 22nd century. Uh, I'm going to go, let's just say smoking. It seems like uh, the world's turning on that one.
0: Well, that comes to uh, the end of our official round. We have one joke that we'll use to finish this off, which I'm uh, I'm embarrassed about, I'll say up front. Great, so with that, without ado, uh, here is the final joke to close us out and this wasn't meant to be the final joke this was meant to be the final pair but I didn't communicate to Greg accurately how many jokes we should have All right, here we go country music icon Loretta Lynn has died at 90 lowering his bow and arrow God muttered first Betty then Elizabeth now this I can't believe I missed Henry Kissinger again (laughs) and there as promised earlier is my Henry Kissinger reference
1: yes yes you did mention it (laughs) Uh,
0: so great thanks everybody thank you Greg it was a pleasure thanks for spending this hour with me yeah, invite me back sometime. Thanks for listening to our first episode of Five Things. I'm Corey Bradbury. I'd like to thank our co-host for today, Greg Garrison, and also special thanks to Paul Sodnick, who created our original music. You can learn more about A Theatre in the Dark at our website,